0: AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Uh, long-time listeners of this show know my next guest. He has filled in for me many a time. He is one of the more uh, uh, distinguished broadcasters in the Twin Cities metro area. His access to democracy is still going. As a matter of fact, his latest uh, edition had Dave St. Peter from the Twins. Wow. That's a nice get. Uh, they don't return my calls. Uh, And Alan Miller has uh, branched out into writing. He has got his second book coming on out. Uh, That book is called A Reluctant Madonna. That follows up his first book, Holding Court. He's kind enough to join join us to talk about his books. Hey, Alan, how are you, my friend?
1: Hey, friend, how are you?
0: I'm doing okay, man. How are uh, are things been going? I haven't chatted with you in a while.
1: Well, uh, it's been uh, an interesting period of time some physical problems, but uh, the the books uh, seem to write themselves. So,
0: Well, that is a neat trick. Now, uh, if, if you've listened to the show, I'm a big fan of Larry Millette, who was a longtime architectural writer over at the Pioneer Press, and he wrote his own Sherlock Holmes books and stuff like this. And I've gotten to talking to him about the transfer over to writing fiction uh, talk a little bit about this. What, what, when you when you came to writing uh, "Holding Court" and uh, your latest book, what, what was, where was this? Was this something you've always wanted to do? Was to write some fiction?
1: Well, that's true. I, I have written nonfiction. I have a couple of nonfiction books out, and uh, I have been writing all my life. But uh, <clears throat> on my bucket list, I had I want to have a novel. Well. Holding Court was that novel, is that novel. It came out a year ago, and uh, now I've just released A Reluctant Madonna, which is the second in a trilogy about these same characters. And uh, as I say, it just about wrote itself. Uh, I picked uh, a sort of prescient uh, foreign land grabs, uh, in the Dakotas as the start-off of this book. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, the Congress and uh, many states are waking up to the fact that we have to protect uh, our farmers and land. And I even had to put a, a an afterword in the book that uh, actually the legislatures caught up with us. But a reluctant Madonna... Uh, is unusual because it is a follow-up to the uh, first uh, holding court book, the uh, same characters. But uh, un- unlike most mysteries, where you have one, you know, one direction to go, one mystery to solve, I basically try to weave in four separate stories and have them all conclude uh, at the end, and it seemed to work out. The, now, uh, and,
0: the, and the four stories the are, are are they are they inter- are the four stories intertwined in a reluctant Madonna, or is it through the whole trilogy? Uh,
1: no, through through this particular book. Okay. Uh, the next one is going to move on to something else. Again, uh, an a current issue. I have some Supreme Court in this book, as I do in in the other book, uh, involving a. Uh, a mythical situation that I created about uh, death, really. uh, I won't say death, but uh, assisted suicide, let's put it that way. And uh, that hasn't reached the Supreme Court yet, but I I have created it. And uh, we have an unauthorized painting, semi-nude painting of... One of my characters, which uh, leads to a uh, mystery about the writer, uh, the painter, I should say. Uh, uh, we have a Ponzi scheme. We have uh, some portions in Chinese, some portions in Lakota, some portions uh, in Yiddish. Uh, I went to uh, North Dakota to do the groundwork for this book. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts and that's where it's initially set.
0: Um, tell me that the character of the semi new portrait is based on me.
1: <laughs> no, a, no, it's not funny, a funny <laughs> thing because uh, when our characters discuss <clears throat> uh, the paintings and, and this portrait artist who paints them. uh we find out he pays large sums of money for the people who pose and one of my characters uh the male lead uh mort says boy for that kind of money i'd pose for him and his wife danny says yeah when he starts doing buddhas that's when you can oppose so uh
0: <laughs> Maybe you fit in that. I don't know. Oh no, I'm I'm a big tall glass of water, my friend. So I, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, okay. So let's I, I love talking to writers about their process. Now, obviously you are writing things. I talked to David Pepper about his books, and in the same thing. You're talking about stuff that's modern. and basically ripped from the headline sort of things. Sure, some embellishments here or there, but it's kind of that sort of mentality. But generally, I've, I've always found when I've talked to authors, the characters themselves, that is not something that has come up recently. The, the, these are characters that really over many years, in some case decades, these have been characters that have been kind of roaming around the author's mind and, he fi- and they finally put them down on paper. Is that the same for you? Is that the characters that you are writing about are, are, are long characters that you've thought about uh, I- I- extensively?
1: It's the only way I can write, frankly. Mm. Uh, there's probably some auto, autobiographical material in there as well, and and things that I've been carrying for years, just as you said, and they all come out in the book. Mm. I mean, I can read you uh, what the back cover of the book says. Go right. A dizzying death, a frightening climax, a foreign land grab in the Dakotas, a strangulation, an interrupted Central American cruise, a lecherous artist, a psychotic stalker, a living room shooting, drama in the Supreme Court, a Ponzi scheme, illicit lovers, an unauthorized portrait, a feigned suicide, or is it murder, multiple suspects, a Delaware beach resort, an Israeli martial arts discipline, a Springer Spaniel, and an ov- ovulation cycle, all combined to lead our young heroes on a dizzying path, capped off in a frightening climax led by an eagle-eyed housekeeper with a large garbage bag, the, and it's all in there.
0: <laughs> well, it, you talked about going up to to the Dakotas to, to start doing some research on this you know, it's obviously, when you have such an eclectic base of the story here, I mean, how much time did you spend kind of in, you know, each each one of these kind of uh, concepts and understanding them so you could write about them authoritatively?
1: Well, I did a lot of research before I went to the Dakotas. And, uh, you know, having practiced law, research has always been my forte. And uh, so a lot of it was done, uh, what I did then was do some of the initial writing, went there for verification, and we're probably going to have a uh, one of the book launches in the Dakotas uh, in in a month or two. At the moment, I'm fighting uh, blood clots in my legs, so I'm kind of restricted to quarters. Well, be
0: careful there, sir.
1: Well, I'm on blood thinners. I mean, who wants fat blood, though? So uh, you know,
0: <laughs> the well. First of all, all my best. I hope I hope that all clears up for you. The 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 whole concept of one of the, writing these stories, and and I've talked with this like you know, I mentioned Larry Millette once again. The you know he writes the Sherlock Holmes novels, and you, you got to be pretty tight on this. You came in with such a a wide variety of topics and things that influence. Talk about your storyboard on this. I mean, it must have been three rooms of note cards on walls trying to hold this all together.
1: Well, not not really. That's not the way I work, but I I do work from bullet points and it wasn't that many. It was several themes that I figured out how to incorporate into one novel with really uh, bringing it all together at the end. I will say that a, uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and uh, a, a well-respected novelist who looked at my first draft and said, you can't do this. You have to have a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to have a beginning and an end. I want to have several different stories and make them come together. And that's what I tried to do. Now, the initial reports are that uh, I have accomplished that. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and and with that, I mean, okay, so you've got the same characters in both of these books. Let's, right. let's talk a little bit about that because, I mean, one of the things I've always found fascinating is when a character is revisited, that the author generally, you know, the, the character evolves. It starts going down paths that when the first book was written, they didn't necessarily think it was going to, but for story's sake and for character development's sake – you you generally get an evolution of the character. Did you get a little bit of that as you're going in through? And obviously, I imagine you're working on your third book too. Is that is that talk a little bit about that? Were you surprised about where Ab- your characters were going?
1: Absolutely, uh, there's an evolution here. As a matter of fact, uh, I have a problem going into the third book because I have left one of my characters pregnant. Uh, as we uh, conclude the second book, this reluctant Madonna. And uh, I have to figure out, how can I deal with that uh, in book three? I can't have, uh, you know, uh, my, my projection is to have a book out around Labor Day each year. So I've I've done that twice. But if I do that a year from now, uh, what am I going to do with the six-month-old? Mm-hmm. So, uh You know, uh, that's one of the things that I'm uh, working on now. Uh, Also a a topic, a very topical topic for the next uh, book. Mm -hmm. I try to have something that's topical and really argumentative.
0: You you talked about how... You know, like I said, rip from the headline stuff. You know, the you know, a, a potential Supreme Court case, which we're going to see here probably within too long. The Dakota land grab, which is something that you know, there's a lot of states. Minnesota's got laws that basically say you can't do that here, but other states don't have those laws in there. You got onto that one. Is there is there a rip from the headlines thing that you're thinking about for the third book? Can you share, or is that something which you know you kind of you you try to you're very well knowledge i mean your your intelligence when it comes to to news is is not matched by many i mean you're incredibly intelligent when it comes to the the news of what's going on are you just kind of waiting to see where something's going or do you have an idea what that, no, what no, that I, is I, you...
1: I know where this one is going okay. i don't know where all of it is going but i know where it's going and uh you know i read uh not only news magazines i read three newspapers a day uh, Hard hard hardcover in my hand, and uh, the Washington Post online. Uh, So I try to stay conversant with uh, different focuses uh, of current events. I will go from Al Jazeera to, uh, you know, uh, one of the Israeli papers. Uh, And I, I try to get both perspectives in.
0: Well, and you, you you could always I don't know listen to this show. I mean I'm I i, I do not know I don't know how much I'm going to help with any plot development, but you know it's goofy and I, I touch on some things here. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, interesting. I I got you today with no
1: trouble, but uh, Egan from the viewing you, you know from from where we broadcast from or where I broadcasted from many times uh doesn't always lend itself to good reception but today uh, I had no problem
0: well that's because of the that that Vikings facility you, there's a dark underside to that no I'm just joking I'm joking Minnesota Vikings I'm just joking all right uh are you got you, you talked about obviously your health is the bigger concern we want to get you healthy is there some potential book signings going to happen around town here if uh, your your health cleans up here
1: well, I'll be, uh, I'll be at the Rosemont uh, Book Fair in September. I think it's around the 15th. Uh, I'll be at the big one in Minneapolis in October. Okay. Uh, in October. Uh, we're trying to set up some book signings now. I just had one on the uh, holding court in a diner that was very successful at a Barnes & Noble. And uh, they invited me back when this one comes out. Uh, This one is out, so we have to arrange that. And uh, we'll see how many we can arrange. I I am going back to the Dakotas uh, to kick off uh, Reluctant Madonna, and we will probably have, uh, and you'll be copied on it, a a major signing as we kick this one off, uh, a book launch, which I didn't really do with the first one.
0: Uh, A Reluctant Madonna. And that's the follow-up to Holding Court, Alan Miller. Find that book; uh, it's Amazon, of course. I'm going to presume that if you were doing the signing over at Barnes and Noble, they got it over there. At some of the stores, at least, at least they can order it for you, and you can get it both for online reading with the Kindle or paperback. Those are available for you there. Alan, as yeah. always, uh, first of all, make sure I'll, you take care of yourself. All my best. I hope this uh, this health issue clear, clears up. But by all means, uh, you know, congratulations on this. Let us know about the book signings. We'll let everyone know about those. And when the third one comes on out about that stunningly gorgeous broadcast radio broadcaster that you're going to be putting into the action sequences, when no, I'm, I'm not. I'm joking. You're not doing that. But when your third book comes on out, make sure you let me know. We'll have you back, and we'll talk about wrapping up the trilogy. Okay?
1: It's not unattractive if you if you saw the cover of this one. I don't know if you've seen the cover. Yes, I of have. This one. And uh, I think that they did a great job with the cover. I uh, must say, it wasn't me that did it. But uh, I think that is an enticement in and of itself.
0: A reluctant Madonna, Alan Miller. Alan, as always, thank you very much. I appreciate the time and all my best.
1: So much thanks, and uh, to everybody, a big hello at the station.
0: You bet. Take care. Alan Miller, kind enough to join us to talk about his book, once again, A Reluctant Madonna, and then his other book, Holding Court, Uh, Amazon, go find them in Barnes & Noble, go find your local bookstore, order them, you can find those, Uh, and it's Alan Miller, A-L-A-N-M-I-L-L-E-R. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's The Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.